we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for November 1st, 2021. Um, this next part is in just, I entitled it, Wicked Current Event Headlines. And um, the first one is this evil, bizarre Twix ad. Boy wearing princess dress and his witch nanny hurt another child on the playground. You don't really know. The, the way it's portrayed in this sick, twisted, weird commercial, uh, I'll just give it to you in a nutshell. There's this little boy uh, that has a new nanny. She comes to the front door, and um, he's wearing a princess dress. She's a witch, overtly, overtly dressed like one, all black. He asks, what are your favorite colors, black? What's your second favorite color? Charcoal. You know, I mean, she's an overt black witch. And she supposedly is nanny. She takes him to a playground. Um, she, the, basically, there's these little girls before that happens. And they ask her if she's a good witch or a bad witch. And she says, I don't know. You want to find out? And then all this wind, I believe, starts whipping up. And then she goes to a playground. And there's obviously, there's this other little white boy that says, um, oh, you're dressing like a girl, you're like a sissy. So she invokes her witchcraft power and um, basically just blows him off the playground. Now, whether he's dead or alive, you really don't know. But then they just happily walk off together in the park and he's wearing his fairy dress. And uh, so you've got about every wick, wicked, sick, twisted component of, you know, evil, all in one little uh thing evidently promoting twix bars i don't i don't really understand that but uh it was for halloween so um anyway i give you a link to the report there and a link to the actual video these verses kind of come to mind isaiah 3 9 the show of their countenance doth witness against them their countenance means like just their the way that you see when you see somebody the way they present themselves the look on their face, the percentage of their face, the way that they just look when you see them. The show of their countenance doth witness against them. And they declare their sin as Sodom, meaning they glory in their shame. They declare their sin as shame. We're proud that we're sodomized. We're proud that we're witches. We're proud that we're lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. You know, gay pride, all that garbage, glorying in their shame as a dog that returns to his own vomit, that type of thing. Yeah. But what does the Bible say? Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil unto themselves. Their day's coming. Then, Psalm 10, verse 4, the wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. Is not in all his thoughts. I think even what that's really trying to um, intimate there is God is not in his thoughts at all. Because <laughs> it, when, when it's written in the King James, it's a little bit, it's maybe not as straightforward as it would be in the language as it is today. Okay. Um, so you have to kind of look at it and say, God is not in all his thoughts. Basically, I'm interpreting that to say God is not in his thoughts at all. Okay. Which would be, you know. The wicked is not going to want to have think about God, do anything about God at all. 
If anything, he's going to just try to keep his mind off God. <laughs> or belittle God in his own mind to think that his master, Satan, is ultimately going to defeat the God of the Bible someday. Which is what they're brainwashed into believing. Then Psalm 11, verse 7, For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. So the countenance of God loves to behold the upright, but not the wicked. Those are just three different verses in the Bible that talk about countenance. So um, we have that. Okay, then just some other headlines. Oh, Biden, meaning... Um, Obama and Biden mixed together is doing nothing about the thousands of Americans left behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. We knew that was going to be the case. So a lot to pray about there. Chicago to launch huge universal basic income program. Los Angeles launches largest universal basic income program. And again, a lot of what the coming Great Reset depends upon is the COVID-19 agenda working itself out to the greatest extent where everybody's got these vaccine passports everybody has them on their smartphone it's not going to happen but they're going to get try to get as many as they can and then collapsing the economy so that you'll have droves and droves and droves of people going to the government for everything for their universal basic income and as we have documented before when the, that document came out of canada they're going to let you do that. They're going to encourage you to do that. The government will. But you're going to have to abide by every single thing the government tells you to do. And the ultimate example of that is all the vaccines you're going to have to take. You want to maintain that, that universal basic income? You want to live off Satan? Uh, you want to live off Satan with the government? Well, there's going to be a major, major price to pay. And you're going to have to take every single vaccine and do whatever they tell you to do. Move to wherever they tell you to do. Get whatever job they tell you to get. Whatever you, whatever they tell you to do, you're going to have to abide by. You give up all your liberties and rights when you go on this UBI. It's ultimately, it may not be that way exactly right off the bat, but ultimately will end up that way. Obviously, they wouldn't want to present it that horrific right off the bat. Scare too many people away. Uh, then, combat the Second Amendment, corporate gun control, or lose the Second Amendment. It's just, this is basically a report about, you know, how um, we need to fight back against losing the Second Amendment because they are, they are trying to take it away in a lot of different ways. And then, this world coin, which I believe is some type of crypto, yeah, it's, it's crypto, they were out there scanning people's eyeballs to get free world coin. Which I'm, I've told everybody for a long time, I stay away from any of that crypto garbage currency. I don't care how much money you can make. It is going to be the center and the crux for the coming cashless system. Which will take us in to the New World Order under Antichrist and False Prophet. And that will be linked to that mark in your right hand or your forehead. And the mark of the beast. You've got to have a cashless society in order to have a mark of the beast. You have to have it. There's a lot of different parameters. That is one of them. We're not there yet. We've still got cash. We've still got coinage and those types of things. You've got to bring the whole world into that system of a cashless society. 
and this is just one more crypto that's out there scanning your eyeballs. They're going to give you some free world coin. I don't want anything to do with any of that garbage. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't want anything to do with it personally. That's me though. Um, on an unrelated kind of subject, but I saw this this week, and it's entitled "Do You Like Your AirPods?" Is your wireless tech worth the cancer? AirPods produce an average EMF so high that you should be terrified to ever wear these things again, and they are constantly transmitting at these levels, even when they're not in use. Now, what they've got is they've got a coronet, uh, like a radiation detector. It, it operates in three modes. I've got the exact same one, okay? And it's they, they're showing it right up against an AirPod in a really, really, really super high reading that the AirPod is giving off. Okay, smartphones do the same thing. AirPods, all of this is done by design to kill you. Okay, ultimately. It's soft kill. Not going to kill you the first day. Some people will succumb a lot quicker than others, though, depending on how sensitive they are to the EMFs. Okay, all the more reasons why I don't use AirPods and I don't have a smartphone and that type of stuff. Now, even a, even a regular cell phone, you keep it next to your head, it's, it's horrible, but the smartphones are at whole other levels as far as the radiation that they're putting out. Uh, AirPods, Fitbits, smartwatches, Bluetooth, etc. are all part of the soft kill agenda. I mean, you know, don't have your Wi-Fi on if you live in your house. Only turn it on when you absolutely need it. Hardwire everything with Ethernet cords. That's what I've done. I hardly ever use Wi-Fi anymore, you know, only on rare occasions. It's an option, but, you know, now I understand if you're in an apartment building and you're and you're getting hit from all directions and you've got 40 smart meters on the out, all the more reason to get out of there because you're being bombarded 24-7 and there's no way you can really, unless you literally shielded the whole inside of your apartment and that would be almost impossible to do. All of these things are part of a soft kill agenda. People are literally begging for services and devices that will kill them. Notice all headphones made now in stores are wireless. Soon your only option will be their death traps. And then there's another report that came out this week which is entitled The Most Dangerous Technology Ever Invented. Next report. CEO of Blackstone warns power shortages and riots coming to developed nations. Propane Armageddon could leave rural homes without heat. We are potentially heading out into the most painful global energy crisis in modern history. Shortages and outages of propane could make it impossible to heat rural homes this winter. Rural homes, like in the country. Top off your propane and get extra capacity or stock up on firewood now before the outages hit. This week, CNN asked Blackstone CEO Stephen Schwartzman about coming energy problems and he openly admitted that high energy prices will likely set off social unrest around the world he said quote we are going to end up with a real energy shortage of energy a real shortage of energy i'm sorry and when you have a shortage it's going to cost more and it's probably going to cost a lot more the private equity billionaire told cnn's international richard quest at a conference in saudi arabia schwartzman continued quote when the power goes out people are not going to be happy and People are really not going to be happy if it goes out for an extended period of time. You're going to get very unhappy people from around the world in the emerging markets in particular, 
but in the developed world as well. Schwartzman said in the future investment initiative, quote, when that happens, you've, you've got real unrest. This challenges the political system and it's all utterly unnecessary. Yeah, it is. Sadly, he is right that this global energy crisis did not have to happen. If the global elite had continued to fund traditional energy projects at a pace that was needed, we could have avoided this nightmare to a very large degree. But banks and investment firms that traditionally handle the gigantic lending needed to build power plants are now reluctant to fund anything that would emit carbon from fossil fuels, all the whole garbage, climate change garbage initiatives. Environmentalism is now causing a shortage of electrical generating capacity which has become so insufficient that one billionaire is saying that we can now look forward to blackouts in the winter time because they cannot generate enough electric anymore so be prepared meanwhile especially if you're in the northern more than northern states meanwhile prices throughout all the economic system continue to rise at a very alarming pace overall we are being told that this upcoming thanksgiving will be the most expensive thanksgiving than any of us have ever experienced rising food costs you just name it it's rising the kimberly clark corporation is openly warning that they are going to be boosting prices even higher prices of toilet paper diapers facial tissues and paper towels will likely rise in the coming weeks as the irving texas-based consumer giant kimberly clark warned monday that inflation and supply chain concerns aren't likely to be resolved quickly so stock up on paper products while you still can most readers already know the price of gasoline has gone up every day for the past 22 days the main reason why prices are skyrocketing is because the supplies are starting to get really tight in fact it is even being reported that crude oil hub the crude oil hub in cushing oklahoma could be effectively out of crude in just a few weeks in a note predicting the near-term dynamics of the oil market jp morgan's commodity expert wrote in a world of pervasive natural gas and coal shortages these are forcing the power sector to increasingly increasingly turn to oil which is creating an oil shortage which just dropped to 31.2 mm barrels the lowest since 2018 we may we we may just be weeks from being effectively out of crude and you know biden shuts down as many of the pipelines as he possibly can in america and even beyond that we've had access to free energy tesla type things for decades but they they've suppressed all that and, and you know made sure that that never ever came to market just like they suppressed all the cures to everything to all the diseases they wanted to keep you hooked on the petrochemical drugs and and the medical system and the and never any surgeries and all that with the medical pharma cartel so that you know you'd totally be dependent upon them and then now the coming vaccines for your supposed health when it's nothing more than disease propagation care for the most part now i'm not talking about emergency medicine or other areas in the medical field that do good i'm talking about you know relying or trying to drug your body into good health or vaccine your body into good health you just can't do it all drugs have side effects vaccines are straight from the pit of hell and um well we've discussed this many many times anyway so um let's see here um needless to say we've never seen anything like this before in such a scenario how high could the price of oil go potentially um and if oil price records are being shattered in the months ahead what will ordinary americans have to pay when they go up to fill up their vehicles meanwhile one expert recently told bloomberg that we could soon be facing pro a propane market armageddon now i've been again i hope that if you've been a listener of mine for a, for a while that 
The Bible says the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. I am hoping that most of my listeners have prepared for this evil that is now here and upon us and have made provisions so that they're not caught flat-footed, so that they've got contingency plans regarding what is coming. Um, I'm, I'm For my brand new listeners, you know... I, do as the Lord leads, pray fast, do whatever, you know, whatever area where you feel the Lord is leading you. Because um, dark days are ahead, and this is all, you know, the Bible pretty much predicts this, what we're, what we're moving into here. Um, going further, in the report by Bloomberg, it says that for the first quarter of 2022, are already far above above later supplies i believe this is in regard to propane saying it may indicate players are preparing for a propane market armageddon he added that some areas could see outright shortages before the winter ends okay so propane in a lot of places already right now in the country is totally sold out you can't even get it depends what area area you're in um and it's only going to go up in price even if you can get it. To add to the stress, Pointner says that some weather forecasts are already calling for a colder than normal winter. Thanks to the La Nina effect. Uh, experts calling for an 87% chance of the system bringing an early and harsh winter season. Now, let me just tell you, this is my opinion. Since I moved up to North Carolina about 11 years ago, what I have noticed, and this is just my personal observation is that if we have a particularly long, harsh summer where the, the temperatures are higher than normal, normally, and I, I haven't seen it be untrue yet, normally what that means is that the winter that we do have will be harsher, meaning we're going to see colder temperatures for long. It's almost like this thing where it balances itself out, like super, super hot summer, equals a super cold winter when when i have had when we've experienced like more just like lower temperature summers and then the temperature started you know literally started dropping off sometimes even in august and i don't mean cold but i mean this you know, they're going down in temperature usually what that would mean is a milder winter in fact i i don't i haven't seen that been proven wrong yet now, this last summer, at least here in North Carolina, was without a doubt the hottest, longest summer that I have seen since I've been up here. And I mean, I am talking normally where I live in the foothills of North Carolina. And I'm just giving this to you as an example. I don't know if this is going to play out or not. It's, I'm not act, trying to act prophetic here. I'm just saying. Normally, here, where I live in North Carolina, in the Foothills, Hickory area, North Carolina. The last two weeks of July are the hottest. They're almost comparable to what I came from in Fort Myers, Florida, with this, which is Southwest Florida, which is technically considered the subtropics. Now there, it's like that for months and months, months and months. The last two weeks of July, typically here, where I'm at, is the closest 
that we get to what I am from, what I was used to in Southwest Florida. Now, it's hotter down there, but I'm just saying it's the closest. You'll usually have um, temperatures that are like anywhere from 92 to 94 for a couple weeks. This year, yes, we had those last two weeks, but that continued into August and into even September. We didn't even get any real cool weather until like the first week of October here. We're finally experiencing some cold, colder weather. In other words, for, from what my experience has been, this is the longest, by far, hottest summer that we have ever had since we've been up here. Now, will that translate into the most brutal, bitter winter that we've ever experienced here, at least since I've been here for 11 years? I don't know. But in all the other previous years, when I'm kind of make, making mental notes in my head about, you know, I, I couldn't really do that in Florida because so much of the year was hot. I mean, literally, we had times in Florida where at Christmas time, you're running the AC, you know, where, where I was from in Fort Myers. Every once in a while, you'd have a Christmas that was cold. Every once in a while. Here, it's different. Here it's a totally different thing. We're in North Carolina. So um, I don't know. I don't know if if they, with all their weather warfare, whether they have done this by design on purpose, knowing that they're going to try to bring in the most harshest, brutal winter that we've ever seen, knowing that these propane shortages are existing, knowing that the gasoline and all the other shortages that are going to appear, knowing that what that will do is put people in maximum desperation, wanting to go to big brother government oh sure we'll we'll take care of you just get on this ubi we got this whole program set up for you you're gonna have to take all the vaccines they're gonna try to pigeonhole every single person into into ultimately relying on the satanic government for their existence and they're going to use weather warfare they're going to collapse the economy they're going to take out the food supply chain they're going to restrict your access to heat your house. They're going to have rolling blackouts and the worst times possible. And that's just some of the stuff they're going to do. I don't mean to be Johnny Raincloud. I'm just saying this is what it's very apparent that they're going to, that they're moving us to here. We've been talking about this for many years. I didn't think we'd have this long. So experts are calling for an 87% chance of a system bringing an early and harsh winter season. The use of the term outright shortages is alarming because there are millions of Americans that use propane to heat their homes. Now, here's my comment. Okay, so you may want to set aside an hour of your time and watch some of these videos on how to stay warm in the winter. Or just key in how to stay warm in the winter on YouTube. These are not videos that would be censored, okay? The third one is, is, I can't get on the internet right now still, but the third one comes from that Ranger, I don't know, guy, star, server, something, I don't know. And he gives like a whole bunch of different options on different ways that you could, maybe you're not going to heat your whole house, it might just be one room, but it's better than nothing. You know, we don't ever like where I'm at here. You'd think that it might get really, we really don't experience super, super harsh cold temperatures. 
during the winter, typically. Um, I could go, personally, I could go the whole winter and not have any heat running. I could do it easy. I know I could. Taylor's not built that way. She hates the cold. I, I like the cold, and I I know, I, I've, I, but I've made all kind of contingency plans. You know, I mean, one of the easiest things you could do is get a really, really good sleeping bag. Okay, one that's like rated to like whatever, negative 30 or whatever, a very high quality one. Because that by itself will will get you through. I remember I watched a documentary one time. This guy, he was in Yellowstone. And he was tromping around there in the middle of winter. And all this guy had was a sleeping bag. And his what he was wearing, his cold weather gear. And um, this little thing that, it wasn't even a tent. It, it, was, like, it was like a V-shaped little thing that he kind of slept in but one side was open to the elements okay it wasn't a tent and this guy did it for i don't know how long um it's just and this was in the middle of winter in the snow with no protection at all so it can be done it's just that you need to be prepared regarding these things and i again i can only i can kind of point you in some directions and this is why i'm giving you the link to this or you can just go up to youtube and key in how to stay warm in winter and glean whatever however the lord leads you and and implement some of these things have some contingency plans obviously if you're in the southern states this isn't going to be near of a near of an issue but i'm just saying and then um, on the other side of the globe, a tightening of natural gas supplies has become an enormous problem. According to Global News, natural gas prices in Europe and Asia have more than tripled in 2021. Regional national natural gas markets in the United States are seeing prices for this winter surge along with global record highs. Um, suggesting that energy bills causing headaches in Europe and Asia will hit the world's top gas produce, producer for long. Gas prices in Europe and Asia have more than tripled this year, causing manufacturers to curtail activity from Spain to Britain and sparking power crises in China. Readers who heat their homes with LNG slash propane should top off their supply while prices are lower and maybe even ask their supplier if they can add tanks to their existing system to hold more natural gas than usual. So these are just some things you might want to think about. Um going further now we're going to kind of change gears here and we're going to get into more of the uh covid well this is more fauci stuff rfk jr details racist and sadistic fauci funded research of grafting aborted baby scalps onto rats now we have reported on this before but we're doing a whole battery of things here regarding fauci this week um, John Henry Western of LifeSite News recently interviewed Robert F. Kennedy Jr. about his new book, The Real Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health. Reflecting on the interview, Weston wrote, among other things, Kennedy, who runs the nonprofit Children's Health Defense, told me that one of the projects Fauci supported involved the cutting off of the scalps of aborted babies and then grafting them onto live rats. I got into this before. He did this. I believe it was the University of Pittsburgh that they did this through. He also said that Fauci performed barbaric experiments on children and pregnant women, and that he almost always tried to do this experiments on black and Hispanic women. 
Africa really became a laboratory for Tony Fauci, RFK Jr. told Weston. Kennedy called Fauci extremely sadistic and said that every accusation made in his book was collaborated by a team of fact checkers. When Weston asked RFK Jr. to share the most important thing people should learn from the book, he explained that the global elite have been planning this coup d'etat using a pre-planned pandemic for years now, which is what we've been talking about. The revelations from the new Kennedy book are similar to two recent Fauci stories. First, a report earlier this week published by The Hill exposed Fauci's NIH division spending over $375,000 in Tunisia to drug beagles, lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sandflies so that the infect so that the insects could eat these poor little precious beagles alive. They also locked beagles alone in cages in the desert overnight for nine consecutive nights to use them as bait to attract infectious sand flies. Because when you are a vessel of Satan, like Fauci, this is what you do. Ever been around beagles? I have. When I used to go up to Ohio and visit my grandma and grandpa and my mom's brothers still live there, my uncle uh, Denny had two beagles, Barney and Sally. And they were the sweetest babies. I love those dogs. That, that was, in fact, like if I look back on my childhood, because I had a lot of messed up stuff with my dad and everything, and just where, where I lived, it wasn't... <laughs> My neighborhood wasn't the greatest neighborhood. Um, that was like a place of refuge for me. I'd go up there, work on the farm, the Martigs. They had the second largest independent dairy farm in Ohio. I kind of grew up there when we moved to Fort Myers. And my grandparents were up there and, and my uncles were... And I just loved, it was North, Northeast Ohio, just loved it. And Barney and Sally were a big part of that for a long time. And I, I, I can't even hardly, I can't even hardly talk about this with these, doing this to beagles. It, it's just, you, you just, you just want to see God rain down his fury on these wicked devils. You just want to see him thrust down to hellfire because i don't believe they're even human people like fauci and, and these types i i think they're they're if if they are they've they've lost they're nothing more than vessels of satan fitted meaning prepared ahead of time for god's destruction like the bible talks about the wicked go astray from the womb they speak lies as soon as they be born the wheat and the tares there's nothing that's going to make a tear wheat meaning a weed a good plant like a like um wheat and people like fauci and these types of people that are at the top are put there by satan by purpose on design to inflict the maximum amount of wickedness and evil against both you know the humans and the animals and babies and the innocent 
And I just pray God rain down his fury on them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider God's doing, and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory. For the sake of the souls that need saved, for the sake of the innocent that needs protected, whether they're animals, whether they're humans. The Bible says, The righteous man regardeth the life of his beast. We're not to go around torturing animals. And this is just, I mean, cutting the, the, the scalps off little precious babies. Basically killing them. You know. And then grafting their scalps onto rats. I mean, this is nothing more than the most diabolical, evil, wicked, sick, twisted garbage that Satan could even come up with. And it's all done by our illustrious Anthony Fauci and different colleges across and Planned Parenthood and these types that support all this garbage. I've reported on this over and over. Ugh, just sickening. This goes on to say, it turns out Fauci's NIH not only tortured dogs, but they also conducted AIDS studies in the 1980s that left several foster children dead. That's just a little bit about what this stinking devil monster's done. The main mover and funder behind the whole COVID scamdemic agenda, Anthony Fauci. Hellfire, Anthony, is going to burn so white hot for you, dude. I pray you're thrust down today if you will not repent of your wickedness. You fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell. The, the, these people love evil. They love sadistic torturing of both animals and humans. And therefore, they need to die in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray if it be possible, their souls be saved. But let me tell you, every day Anthony Fauci's living, doing wickedness, it's not doing humanity any favors. And a big reason is because of what Ecclesiastes 8.11 says. Because sentence... Like when you sentence a prisoner? Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. In, in Anthony Fauci's case, he's been getting away with this garbage for decades. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. It's why it's so important when somebody actually commits a crime that he's punished swiftly and justly for that. Because if that doesn't happen, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. So it turns out Fauci's NIH not only tortured dogs, but he conducted AIDS studies in the 1980s that left several foster children dead. Infowars. Adon Salazar writes, quote, the sometimes lethal experiments were covered in an Associated Press article by former reporter John Solomon. 
who documented how the government went about seeking mostly poor or minority children to be exposed to medical research and drugs that were known to have serious side effects in adults and for the safety and for which the safety for children was unknown. Americans deserve to know the truth about the background of the unelected official who suddenly became the nation's top doctor, leading the largest vaccine program in world history. Some related reports regarding this. Fauci funded cruel puppy experiments where sand flies eat them alive and their vocal cords are severed. Why do they sever? Because they didn't want to hear the dogs bark. So they severed their vocal cords while the sand flies were eating them alive. All I, all I can say is send me, God. Send me. Here I am. Make me your battle axe and weapon of war. And if I die, I die. But if I die destroying wickedness and evil, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. We need God's judgment on this wickedness. We desperately need it. Because things are only going to get more wicked and more wicked and more wicked the, when we, if, if God's judgment is delayed. That's how it always works in the Bible. Collectively, people will never repent on their own. They're, they're not just going to, you know, maybe they'll have a Nineveh moment, you know, Jonah, that type of thing. If, Jonah, if a Jonah, I don't think that's going to happen today. I don't think that's going to happen. We've got a church on every corner here. In America, at least. And there's no mass repentance. And now I'm not saying that because I'm Mr. Perfect and I think I'm whatever. And then another related report, 24 lawmakers ask Fauci about the cruel dog experiments under the NIAID. Uh, I just pray that, you know, if this is the last thing, linchpin that needs to take this devil down, I pray to God, that's the case. This sick Luciferian needs to go down. Um, then, you know, on a related report, new FDA records show purchases of fetal organs, heads, and tissue for humanized mice project. Judicial Watch announced today that it received 198 pages of records, and there's a link to that report, of records and communications from the FDA involving humanized mice research with human fetal heads, organs, and tissue, including communications and contracts with most human fetal tissue providers, with a human fetal tissue provider, advanced bioscience resources. What a cursed company that is. Does that ring a bell? What I just said about the humanized mice? Well, it should, because a lot of people have been on the old um, Regeneron bandwagon, Trump being one of them, Regeneron Pharmaceuticals Inc. received emergency use authorization, just like our vaccines did, from the FDA for the investigational monoclonal antibody treatment, Regen Cove. Now, I reported on this. Um, I've reported on this several times. I do not recommend these treatments. Um, I, I'm a much bigger believer in just support your own immune system, like with the protocol I've got, and whether you get the nutrients from me or wherever. Just support your own immune system. Okay, keep your own immune system at a highly functioning level and most likely you're not going to get sick. Okay? 
Okay, so going a little bit further with that, this is all I've already reported. Just key in Regeneron, R-E-G-E-N-E-R-O-N, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I did a report on um, 11.26 of 20. And um, just a little bit from that report, they're using genetically humanized mice to make the antibody drug cocktail known as Regeneron or Regen Cove 2 antibody cocktail. Now, this is the big thing that, oh, this is, you don't need it, guys. You don't need this garbage. You don't need every single remedy that Satan is giving regarding this, other than maybe you could say ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine which one's an anti-malarial drug one is a one is a dewormer now i understand that they're that they're maybe the maybe the reason they work is because they're both anti-parasitical and the covid kill shots are loaded with parasites if i can get to that if i get internet connection tonight i'm going to get into that because i have a whole a doctor that's going to go over that whole thing I'm, I'm supposing there's some antiviral components of those the problem is is if you do hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin neither one of them is building up your primary immune system neither one of them are doing what vitamin c calcium magnesium iodine vitamin d3 selenium zinc are doing in the body in fact hydroxychloroquine doesn't even work without zinc so those should be the last resorts ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine last drug resorts okay if you keep, or, and then the, and five miles of a protein, which, you know, like for a lot of people, they keep their immune system high and then they start, then they take the silver, the five silver, well then they're good. That's what happened to Taylor this last time. I had already put her on a protocol and then she took um, one or two doses of the silver and that just totally knocked it out because her system was already primed to beat it off because she had already supported her system with the other nutrients. So um, my the, the website for that is dr.symbol or dash symbol johnson.com uh, for the Invive mild silver protein. Anyway, so they're using genetically humanized mice to make an antibody cocktail drug known as Regeneron. Here's the release, here's the details. Regeneron uses unique genetically humanized mice. Now, this is GMO humanized mice. This is a Nephilim type hybrid thing that was going on like in Noah's day, you know, essentially. Remember, they, the fallen angels were defiling the birds and the reptiles and the, you know, everything. A uniquely genetic, genetically humanized mice to produce optimized, fully human antibodies and bispecific antibodies. The website for Regeneron states, quote, derived from either genetically humanized mice or convalescent humans. Oh, great. Like in a nursing home. And later it states, quote, mice which have been genetically modified to have a human immune system. We're talking Frankenstein witchcraft garbage here. We're talking stuff you don't want to have anything to do with. You have no idea the kind of spiritual baggage and physical baggage and potentially the, the damage being done or the modifications being done to your DNA when you take something like Regeneron 
from mice that have been genetically modified to have a human immune system, as well as antibodies isolated from humans who have recovered from COVID-19. We're, we're this is insanity. We don't need this garbage. But, oh, it's it's the thing. It's 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 not the COVID shot. It's, it's Trump approved. You don't want this stuff, guys. I'm telling you. And then um, the drug derived from aborted fetal cells, uh, which, again, they also use aborted fetal cells because that's part of how they make the humanly... Uh, the genetically humanized mice as we just covered and i'll recover that again in a second the drug that was derived from aborted fetal cells was a miracle from god that saved trump supposedly from covid and again trump's regeneron antibody drug treatment was developed using aborted fetal cell tissue lines so it not only is it using humanized mice combined um, like a human mice genetically modified witch's brew but it's also used developed using aborted fetal cell lines yeah so i wouldn't touch that garbage with a 10-foot pole and let me just read you this last paragraph again judicial watch announced today it received 198 pages of records and communications from the u.s food and drug administration involving humanized mice research with human fetal heads meaning they're cutting the heads off aborted babies to make the humanized mice that goes into the regeneron and only god knows what else the re it was researched with human fetal heads organs and tissues including uh communications and contracts with human fetal tissue provider advanced bio science resource then it goes into all the particulars the lawsuit asks, asks for all contracts and related documentation on disbursement of funds, procedural documents, and communications between the FDR, FDA and ABR for the provision of human fetal tissue to be used as humanized mice research. After successfully opposing the FDA's redaction of certain information from its records, the federal court ordered HHS to release additional information about its purchases of organs harvested from aborted human fetuses, including line item prices or prices per organ that the government paid to ABR. And remember, ABR is the Advanced Bio Bioscience Resources that is um, doing this humanized mice research okay which involves human fetal heads organs and tissues i mean I, I don't know how many more biblical things i would have to tell somebody to, to not take like the covid kill shot in any derivation way shape or form or use regeneron okay stay away from it it's cursed and you don't want to bring a curse on yourself Documents previously uncovered in this lawsuit showed, showed that the federal government demanded the purchase of fetal organs be fresh and never frozen. Isn't that, a, isn't that a, like, a, uh, like a logo or selling point for one of the things? I, I've heard that expression before, fresh and never frozen. Well, that's what the um, federal government demanded the pur purchase of the aborted fetal organs be fresh and never frozen. And there's a link to that report as well. Next report, which is related, in order to make COVID vaccines, Pfizer cups, cuts open live babies without anesthesia to harvest their tissues. 
A disturbing but not surprising revelation has surfaced about how Pfizer harvested organs and other body parts from live babies in order to produce the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccines. Whistleblower Melissa Strickler, who works as a manufacturing quality auditor for Pfizer, recently came forward with internal company emails revealing the horrific practices that Pfizer employs to produce the injections that are dispensed into the people's bodies for, quote, public health. In one of the emails, Pfizer Senior Director of Worldwide Research, Vanessa Gelman, petitioned others within the company to keep what you are about to read from ever going public. Gelman wrote, from the perspective of corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cells floating out there, meaning the fact that they're using aborted baby fetal cells in the um, research. Now, it's probably being used in the vaccines as well. But they have admitted to the research, it being used in the research to produce the vaccines. She goes on to say, the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit we could see, particularly with general members of the public who may take this information and use it ways we may not want out there. Yeah, because Satan always wants to keep the evil that he's doing in the dark so that you, the unassuming public, will take it and be destroyed for lack of knowledge and be, you know, be ignorant of Satan's devices so he gets an advantage of you, like the Bible talks about. Going further, it says, while it has been known for some time now that all the currently available COVID vaccines from Operation Warp Speed were made using aborted baby fetal cells, what was not necessarily known is that the babies from which the body parts were extracted were still alive when the procedures were done. Now, I've reported on this in the past. To harvest a viable embryonic kidney, sufficiently a sufficiently healthy child old enough to have adequately developed kidneys must be removed from the womb alive, typically by cesarean section, and have their kidneys cut out while they're alive without anesthesia, which is what I've been warning everybody about for a long time regarding like if you sign that or- organ donor card, well, guess what? You sign that organ donor card, you're a meal ticket to them because every one of your organs they can harvest, there's a price tag on that. And in order to get those organs, and they've got to be fresh, and they've got to be extracted without anesthesia. So they will leave you alive, paralyze you, so you can't scream or do something where you can't scream. They're not going to give you um, painkillers because that's going to taint the organs. Or maybe they don't care if you scream. I don't know. And they're going to extract your organs alive. I have done whole studies on this proving that. So you better think twice if you sign one of those organ organ donation cards. Because if you wind up in the hospital, many, many times those people who would have easily lived wind up dead because whatever wicked doctors are lording over them see their organ donor card and see that they can extract the organs and make a ton of money. And they wind up dead. And that happens all the time, every day. I've done, whole, again, just key in um, organ donor in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You should be able to find it. The, the Pfizer document explained all this. Now, this must take place without anesthesia for the child. There's a link to the Pfizer document as well. This must take place without anesthesia for the child, which would lessen the viability of the organs. Meaning if they gave the child anesthesia, the, the poor 
soon to be aborted baby that they're going to extract the fetal cell lines from the anesthesia would taint the organ so then they couldn't be used so just like an organ donor they've got to extract the baby alive and without anesthesia harvest its organs for use in these vaccines so getting vaccinated for coven is akin to participating in child sacrifices for one of the cell lines known as hek 293 which i've talked a ton about that was used in pfizer's COVID injection an innocent little girl had to be murdered in a torturous manner her organs were then used for research on the other resultant jab i actually went and reviewed the the actual um verbiage of what goes on from the pfizer doc that was quoted here and it's it's true the harvest of her organs was the direct cause of her death prior to which she was a living child outside the womb meaning they had delivered the baby c-section she was living outside the womb they killed her they murdered her to get her kidneys outside the womb without anesthesia This is how sick, wicked, and twisted our government and the medical pharma cartel and Planned Parenthood and Anthony Fauci and any of these other devils doing this are. See, I'm here to give you the raw, unvarnished truth. I don't have any, like, sponsors I have to answer to regarding, oh, I can't say this or I can't say that. I'm not, I don't, I don't have any limitations on me other than God. I'm just trying to put out the truth. And this is all easily verifiable, guys. The harvest of her organs was the direct cause of her death prior to which she was a living child outside the womb, meaning she had just been delivered via cesarean section. Documents further state, which... What this means is that anyone who gets jabbed with the COVID vaccine from Pfizer or Moderna or Jay and Johnson and Johnson, because Johnson and Johnson uses the aborted fetal cell lines in the vaccine. Pfizer and Moderna use them in the research for the vaccine. But again, do I trust them? Do I trust that there's not aborted fetal cells in there? I mean, they're putting parasites. They're putting all kinds of stuff. They're, they're most likely putting Nephilim DNA in these things. Do I trust that there's not aborted fetal cell lines in there as well come on astrazeneca uses aborted fetal cell lines as well the covid kill shot so what this means is anyone who gets jabbed with the covid vaccine from pfizer or these others is participating or contributing to ritual child sacrifice and this is why they want to get it in you so bad because they want, in particular, Christians to not only defile themselves with the shot, but to also bring a massive curse on themselves by getting vaccines cultured off innocent aborted babies using their fetal cell lines as a culturing medium to make these disgusting witches brew devil kill shot death shots. Sorry if I'm sugarcoating this too much. Recipients of these injections are quite literally having mystery chemicals derived from murdered babies put straight into their bodies, supposedly to keep them safe against the 
Chinese disease. Um, the vaccines were made by destroying lives in the most brutal way, and the use of these vaccines seriously harms many who have received them, even though the damage may not be recognized as such. Now, another thing that they didn't even really broach in here, which I thought they were going to, is the fact that you have to keep aborting babies in order to keep maintaining the viability of these original aborted baby cell lines. Let me let me get to that in a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this. And this information was America is from America's frontline doctors, those MDs that are out there. They're 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 the ones that really pushing the ivermectin and the um, uh, hydroxychloroquine, I believe. I hope to God they're not pushing Regeneron because Regeneron is, like we said, is using humanized mice off aborted babies, but hopefully they're not. This is sixth up, and it's important to remind our readers that this was sanctioned and even partially bankrolled during the presidency of Donald Trump. Remember Donald Trump? Well, Donald Trump said the Regeneron saved him or whatever, but um, who to this day continues to brag about how he got these syringes to market in a matter of months versus the multiple years it usually takes to unveil a new vaccine. Yes, thank you so much, you satanic Luciferian devil, Donald Trump. Trump and sleepy Joe Biden are battling it out over who deserves credit for these monstrosities. Meanwhile, neither one of them has even so much as mentioned the innocent newborn lies that were brutally ended in order to make these jabs a reality. Some of the reports I've covered in the past, Planned Parenthood aborted babies are being used to make 27 different vaccines. Um... Dr. Teresha Desher, this, this is another one I reported on, on the use of aborted fetal cell tissue in vaccines. The babies are born at five to six months old alive with beating hearts and no anesthesia is used to take their organs out. Rem warning, totally horrific content. Okay, this is the report I was looking for. Um, uh, these are so horrific, I can't even hardly get into them. New fetal cell line from live abortion emerges for vaccine production. Due to dwindling capacity for existing aborted fetal cell lines to replicate, like that HEK one from the kidneys, scientists in China have developed a new aborted fetal cell line, Wildvax number two, that will be used for viral vaccine production. The existing cell lines of MRC-5, WI38, that are currently used in MMR, varicella, hepatitis A, shingles, and some rabies and polio vaccines. Um... They, so they got another aborted fetal cell line they've got now. It's Wildvax 2. Um, and I think this is what I was... For decades, both the pharmaceutical companies and even some ethicists have insisted that the abortions to produce the cell lines used in vaccines were not done with that intention and that it was only a couple of abortions from the past and that no further abortions would be needed now or in the future to produce vaccines, the current vaccines. Now, this is what the church will tell you. This is what the 700 Club, this is what the Catholic Church will tell you. Don't worry about those old aborted babies that were from the 70s or 60s that are used to produce MMR or the COVID vaccines or the the um, the shingles vaccine or the, some of the rabies and the polio vaccines. Don't worry about any of that. That's all water under the bridge. You don't got to worry about that now. That baby's long gone. This may be the single biggest lie ever told to the American public and the world at large, said Mrs. Vinedge. Not only have there been hundreds of abortions directly involved with vaccine research, specifically the, for the purpose where they altered abortion methods to obtain intact fetal organs, but we are now seeing more and more abortions for fetal research and new cell lines emerging for viral vaccine 
cultivation. Um, continuing, that goes to this report then. Um, this is from Stanford University. And it's fact, human diploid cells or aborted fetal cells can only be subcultured 20 to 50 times. This is what I was looking for. Before they can no longer produce viable cells needed for a vaccine. This is super important. Don't let the liars tell you that cells from one aborted baby, only cells from one aborted baby was ever used. That's just another lie. After every 50th vaccine is given, another aborted baby's cells are needed and used to produce this vaccine ingredient. Knowing that they're secretly putting inside your body, know that they're secretly putting inside your body an abomination to our heavenly creator. Regarding the aborted fetal cell lines, Stanford University says the limbs were minced and then it goes on from there. It's really, really bad. But they need to continually keep aborting babies in order to um, create these vaccines. It's not just one baby from 1978. They got to continually keep doing it. Okay, so anyway, those are, those are uh, reports that I just covered. I just added, kind of added that part in. I've covered that. In previous teachings though. i just wanted that because they don't even get into that in this report here that they've got to continually keep aborting babies in order to make these vaccines um okay now i am still not online so i'm to the point now where i can't go any further again so i'm gonna have to stop this one and uh probably try to pick this up tomorrow splice everything together when i can actually have uh internet access so god bless you and see you then so I am splicing this part because I got my internet back and I'm going to splice this part in. And this is Fauci's Satanic Biowarfare Against Humanity. It's about a five minute clip here to bolster what we've already talked about. We worked through the, this pandemic over a year. We worked. We worked. We worked tirelessly, long hours, without fear, boldly, took care This is the anti- uh, mandate workers march brooklyn bridge in protest so they're protesting the uh the vaccine kill shot mandates in new york city they're, they're doing this all over the globe a lot of really positive stuff happening but absolutely zero media coverage or if there is any it's all negative the citizens of the city of this new york we answer countless calls countless ems emergencies and other emergencies to keep the city safe let's just stop it's like a mexican standoff let's just all this is put our guns down right here that's nice and let's just stop this right now right now let's stop this right now because this is a bioweapon war if the point that you are making is that the the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can, to the lab, but all you. the evidence is pointing this that This fork-tongue devil Fauci. I, I, we are talking about a total vessel of Satan, a pathological liar that will lie and lie and lie and act like you're the bad guy every single time from the lab you and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab including yourself i totally this committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. i totally resent the law. in hellfire fauci you're not going to be able to resent well you may resent it but you won't be able to stop any of the white hot hellfire 
burning you alive over and over and over again, where your worm dieth not devil. I that you are now propagating the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain of function research Lying in the Wuhan devil Institute. From the pit of hell. Anthony Fauci has spent, listen to this number, one hundred and ninety one billion dollars. Yes. Not three point seven million. Not thirty million. One hundred and ninety one billion dollars of audited funds for the bioweaponization of viruses against humanity. Your t your taxpayer money hard at work. Good old Anthony Fauci. Absolutely hell bent on the absolute annihilation and destruction of humanity. But he'll deny any, any and all of it like he is uh, innocent as a kitten. Despite the fact that we have every grant recipient, every person, their address, their phone number, their laboratory, we literally have the entirety of where that money went. And not a single investigation agency in this country is willing to look. This is a bioweapons because they're all basically under Satan's control program designed to kill us. That's what it is. And it's not just designed to kill us. It's designed to kill massive numbers of the population. Wednesday's letter to Congress admits, if not obscurely, that gain of function research was, in fact, funded by the NIH through EcoHealth. The question remains, is this latest revelation testament to an NIH that knowingly lied about its involvement in dangerous COVID research in Wuhan, or was its involvement a snapshot into a deadly form of reckless disregard? The issue of whether NIH-funded risky research resurfaced last week after the health agency said in a letter to Congress that a contractor performing experiments in Wuhan did not share all its data. Hall cited the letter as further evidence that Fauci and other public health officials had lied when they denied the NIH funded such studies. He called for Fauci to be fired over the admission. Even if you don't agree with the latest headlines that Fauci lied to Congress about whether or not the NIH funded gain of function research or the heart wrenching headlines regarding experiments on puppies, much of the public has lost confidence in Fauci and his ability to lead the nation out of this pandemic. He's admitted to lying. He led them into it. And he's, if his intentions are, are carried through, we would never come out of it times for noble reasons. He's been accused of blatantly lying during others. He's flip-flop on what he considers to be indisputable science and backpedaled on what it will take to allow us to get back to normal. Yet Fauci, who turns 81 at the end of the year, is still the guy at the helm. Why? Directed by major corporations to bring in world government and all their greedy, crazy crap and their world ID and all this stuff. And, and it's prophesied it's going to happen sometime in the future. I'd like it not to happen maybe in my lifetime, maybe now. Harari says the countries and companies that control the most data will in the future be the ones that control the world. Today in the world, data is worth much more than money. Ten years ago, you had these big corporations paying billions and billions for WhatsApp, for Instagram, and people wondered, are they crazy? Why do they pay billions to get this application that doesn't produce any money? And the reason why? Because it produced data. The world is increasingly kind of cut up into spheres of, 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 of data collection or data harvesting. Uh, in the Cold War, you had the Iron Curtain. Now you have the Silicon Curtain. And where does the data go? 
California, or does it go to Shenzhen and to Shanghai and to Beijing? Harari is concerned the pandemic has opened the door for more intrusive kinds of data collection, Absolutely. including biometric. This is what the, the, the test kits are. DNA, uh, I mean, among all the other horrific aspects of them, it's DNA collection that is going, you know, some, some say it's all going to China. I, I think that's a big chunk of it. Some say it's going to Israel. I'm sure it's going to all of it's going to nefarious purposes. They're they're gathering your DNA when they're doing the test kits, and and that's a fact. Data. What is biometric data? It's data about what's happening inside my body. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. Are you really into child sacrifice? Yeah. Because that's what this is. Surveillance. And is that what you want to be part of? People have now reached that point. Surveillance going under our skin. And I think that's partly the vaccines and partly the coming neural implants and microchips and things of this nature. All right, let's go further. And let's see. Okay, so the next one is Arrest Fauci. The Devil's Halloween Child Sacrifice is aimed at the 5 to 11-year-olds. Well, if you were paying attention to social media over the weekend, first of all, my condolences, but you may have noticed that Arrest Fauci was trending on social media. Joining us now is Dr. Jane Ruby to talk about all of the reasons why Fauci should be arrested. Do we have hours to go through every reason? How about the most important reasons why Fauci should be arrested on this Monday? Yeah, absolutely, Stu. He's coming after children. And I've been saying this for weeks, in fact, several months. But as we've seen, uh, today is going to be a red letter day for Dr. Fauci uh, because the FDA is meeting uh, to rubber stamp Pfizer's data. I, I say these things, you know, with quotes around them. Uh, you know, they're going to rubber stamp it. It's Groundhog Day all over again. They are going to have their briefing their review of Pfizer's uh, data on the 5 to 11-year-olds, which, by the way, was a total sham. And let me tell you, Stu, their briefing document starts out with lie after lie. And anyone can get a copy of this briefing document. It's actually been out for over a week or so. I turn your attention to Section 2.1, and where it states that there is an unmet need for children 5 to 11. Lie. Number two, 2.2 section, pediatric cases have surged, lie. Where are they getting this? They're pure outright lies. The next section, 2.3, that this vaccine may decrease the transmission. Now, they also come out and say on other platforms that it doesn't decrease the transmission. You can still get it and you can still spread it, which makes no sense in getting it. So decreasing transmission is another lie. I asked people to go to the web and look up the briefing document. It's number 153409. That will immediately bring up the document for you. They also say in section 2.4, and again, they're going to be discussing this today, and the FDA is going to rubber stamp it, and then the CDC is going to recommend it, and then you know what happens next? Employers will require your children to be vaccinated at home so yep. that you can go to work. I mean, the absurdity will continue, continue. Right. And the next age group in pharma drug development is six months to 11 to 10 or 11 years old. Uh, they go on to say in Section 2.4 that this vaccine and Stu, this is almost laughable. 
will restore, quote, safe and effective learning environments in school. Are you kidding me? Where is there evidence or proof that there is a danger in schools? There's no surge in schools. There's no increase in illnesses uh, for any kind of flu for children. Um, so, so Fauci's continuing his death and destruction. Uh, I, I implore people, please call the FDA. People are saying to me on my Telegram channel, what's that going to do? They don't listen anyway. You know what? Maybe they're not listening because you're all bitching and moaning on social media and you're not writing to them. I'm giving you a link um, right after this report here where you can write the FDA. And it'll, some of it's um, it, it's a very easy way to do it online. And then I think it gives you the option to call them and these other things. And I, again... They will gauge. They will utilize that. If there was, if there was massive public outpouring, if there was, could you imagine if the church was praying against this and there was fasting going on, and there was just gigantic amounts of public pushback? You know, they gauge all that. The Illuminati does. And um, but, you know, unfortunately, I think it's happening on a very small scale. But as more people wake up, hopefully that'll increase. Emailing them, calling, flooding their systems with your yeah. disdain for going after children five to 11. Because I'm gonna promise you right now, when once the FDA, which is really a department of Pfizer, I keep saying, once they rubber stamp this data today, later on this week, the CDC is gonna come out in lockstep and, and, and recommend it. And then you're gonna start to see mandates you know, mandate chokeholds come in closer and closer. Yeah, um, they're going to do really it in your, in your kid's school as well. They're going to have, you know, your superintendent and your school board are going to have an emergency meeting and they're going to meet and they're going to say in order for your kid to remain in in-person learning uh, environment that they're going to have to be inoculated. Absolutely. And Stu, let me call everybody's attention to this, another port of, part of this briefing document that's, that's claiming 90% efficacy of this vaccine uh, for five to 11 year olds. Does that sound familiar? You know, you're going to see in six months, ooh, that that vaccine for children that waned. We're going to need to do a booster for those children. Listen to this. In the very same document, they claim 90 percent of efficacy in five to 11 year olds. They also say, and I quote, the size of the safety database is not large enough to detect any potential risk of myocarditis associated with the vaccine. For this reason, and here's the other jokes, Stu. For this reason, the long-term safety trials of the COVID-19 vaccine in five to 11-year-olds will be done subsequent to the rollout. Uh, and I wanna also mention, there, you know, we have to look to other countries for safety signals, because we certainly can't get them from our own FDA right. or the pharma companies. And, and Ontario, Canada put out uh, the latest data uh, as of October 17th. I've provided this bar graph for your producers. You look at the age groups. You know, I've always said, Stu, the younger you go, the higher the rates of myocarditis and many other very dangerous side effects of these jabs because the immune system in children is more robust, more reactive already. So you look at these age groups on the bar graph, you see it's one in 76,000 in people over 40, one in 39,000 in people 25 to 39. And then when you look at 18 to 24, it gets a little bit higher, one in 14,000. But Stu, in the 12 to 17 year old group, the rate of myocarditis was one in 5,200. When you look at the- And you know that's not even remotely close. You know that these are totally underblown numbers.
last bar graph, the implication is you're going to see an exponential and explosively higher uh, rates of heart attacks, strokes, bleeding, myocarditis, permanent cardiac damage in the 5 to 11 group. Please, we've got to stop this insanity. I, I beg all of you in the public right now, please contact these agencies. Please contact the companies. Tell them you're not going to stand for this because it's coming. I want to go back to where you started here on the first lie. So you you mentioned two things and then you said that they were lies. So I want to address why they are lies. So the first one is an unmet need for children between the ages of five and 11. You said that that was a lie. Why is it a lie? Because children, we know there are tons of studies out right now. And I, again, I can provide them to your producers, but you've already interviewed uh, a, a good number of experts that have, that have testified and attested to this. Uh, children don't get it. They rarely get the flu in general. And they certainly, they're not vectors for it. They're not a danger to society and they're not dying from it. So there is not an unmet need. Uh, and that relates to section 2.2, that there's been a surge in pediatric cases. I'd like to see that. First of all, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, the PCR test is a fraud, but even if you believe in the PCR, they're, they're, they've been saying in mainstream media in the last few days, and I wonder what they're setting us up for, but anyway, they've been saying that the numbers of COVID cases are decreasing uh, predominantly across the United States and the world. There is no surge in pediatric cases. I defy anyone to show me the data. You know, and the mainstream media, as everybody here knows, is not the arbiter of truth. They are liars. Uh, and the same thing with the so-called fact checkers. They are paid. They're paid shills for these shots that are being falsely referred to as vaccines that have been proven to be extremely dangerous and in many cases deadly. New information on the ticker just over the weekend, hundreds more permanent disabilities, hundreds more miscarriages, hundreds more deaths. And those are only coming from the vaccine adverse events reporting system, which we know to be one of the most unreliable and underreported databases out there. I want to get back to this arrest Fauci thing because there's a reason for it. We are now seeing more and more evidence. We've already seen him lie to Congress. We've already seen the proof. We've seen his emails. Now we're getting information, and we have been getting it over the last few weeks, that this man, when these uh, these gain of function, making viruses more dangerous to humans and animals, when, when this stuff was declared illegal in the United States, not only did he take it to other countries like the Congo, Tunisia, and of course China, our arch enemy, but he took it with our dollars without permission. Exactly. This, this haughty, arrogant, sinister piece of garbage yeah. took this our money and then conducted it like he was defiant. I'm going to do it anyway. And then he acted like he didn't do any of it before Rand Paul in Congress. And conducted these studies, and we now know from a group called White Coat Waste, and we're gonna talk more about them as, as we go forward. But I just wanna mention that they they came out with a story back in, I think, late August, early September, which has, has escaped mainstream media, that, that yeah. under Fauci's direction, people say, well, Fauci's name's not on any of it. Of course it's not on. Would he be stupid enough to put his own name on it? No, he's got his teams and his underlings. But they conducted studies, Stu, of beagle dogs, particularly in Tunisia and other African countries where they knew they could get away with it. Uh, and, and what he did was he tortured them. He, 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 put, he put them inside of these contraptions where these, these, these parasites were eating away at their... They're showing these poor little babies uh, and their heads are in these things, these beagles. Oh, God, I, I don't even understand how anybody could 
Oh. Heads in their faces. We've got photographs. We've seen all kinds of evidence. White Coat Waste has brought out a ton of information. And, and then he had their vocal cords removed so that they couldn't bark uh, while they were being tortured. I mean, for what purpose, uh, earthly purpose, is this? This shows you the kind of man this guy is uh, torturing and now getting ready to move this poison into the bodies of our children. No, that's why the hashtag arrest Fauci has been just exploding all over the world. We've had it. And it's not just him. It's obviously his teams, his people, people in the NIH, people in the NIAID. uh, and, And they're starting to say, you can see in the New York Post from May to October, you can see the change in the headlines. The, the, the national institutes are starting to say, well, yeah, there was a lot of funding, you know, okay, uh, in spite of what Dr. Fauci said, we really did, you know, we really did participate and fund that. Yeah. You know why? Because they know that only the pharmaceutical companies right now are immune from legal liability. The rest of you injecting this stuff, ordering it, doctors, nurses, and, 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 the, and these researchers in our national institutes, you're all going to be liable, yeah. and you are liable. There's no protection for any and of you. every single one of these so-called elected representatives that represent the globalist beast system uniparty have all of this information, and yet nothing other than grift and ask for donations. These people have subpoena power. These people have the yes. authority to file criminal complaints against Tony Fauci and everybody else who's been complicit in this, but they're not doing it. They're not doing anything, just similar to the way that they're not doing anything from what David Summerall reported on January 6th. There are still people being held in solitary confinement, just like they're not doing anything about this stolen election, the real insurrection, which occurred overnight between November 3rd and 4th in 2020. And they're allowing this to happen. So while you're flooding the FDA, demand, demand that your so-called representatives do something about this. They have the authority to do it. Do not let them tell you that they've done everything that they can. And if they've done everything that they can and they still can't be affected, then get the hell out of there and let me replace you with somebody who can. Dr. Jane Ruby. Great, great idea. Thank, thank you, you so Sue. much. Appreciate thank you it. so much. Okay, so uh, we have that. And then we have this where FDA panel votes 17 to nothing to allow the experimental Pfizer injections for children 5 to 11 Steve Quayle made a comment, these FDA entities are the most murderous servants of Moloch in history. Damn them to hell. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I don't even believe that they're, that they're even human. They are entities. They are most likely just vessels of Satan. Um, at bare minimum, demon-possessed vessels of Satan at maximum. Hubrids, hybrids, put in that position by design on purpose to carry out Satan's will. They walk among us, as I've said. And that's all part of the whole agenda that we've been talking about for a long, long time. Today, the United States Food and Drug Administration um, Vaccines Advisory Committee voted 17 to nothing with one abstention to allow pharmaceutical giant Pfizer access to America's child population aged 5 to 11, paving the way for a new round of mass injections of the highly controversial experimental messenger RNA gene therapy job. The sign-off was the result of intense industrial lobby pressure on the U.S. representatives, even though there's obviously no risk at all of 5- to 11-year-olds, you know, spreading COVID, unless they're injected, and then they become little viral. um, Then they become super spreaders themselves, obviously. 
And their DNA is defiled and they're full of nanotech and they get all the uh, benefits of the cultured aborted babies going into the, and all the curses along with that. And I, I'm not saying God can't protect them. I'm just saying in general, this is what the our reptilian overlords essentially are, why they're trying so desperately to get it into humanity, to change humanity, to be able to patent us because we have their patented product inside us that we voluntarily chose. Now, these children are not wanting this. And this is why it's such a total satanic Luciferian travesty um, uh, that this is going on. The sign-off was, um, okay, Big Pharma's own private promotional mainstream media outlet Bloomberg News celebrated the announcement today as giddy investors prepare to reap even bigger financial blood money gains from the U.S. government's newly established laissez-faire regulatory process. The latest move will all but guarantee an unlimited pipeline for repeated COVID booster shots targeting the country's school-aged children population. Moreover, the federal seal of approval will also give school administrators increased license to demand total vaccine compliance as requirement for a child to attend in-person teaching and other school activities. Then this is what I was talking about act now america the fda failed our children tell the cdc that proof of of safety is not negotiable for five to eleven year olds this is an action alert regarding um this subject yesterday fda's decision to authorize pfizer vaccine for kids as young as five is a disappointing development but it's not an end point after the official fda expansion of pfizer's eua which is emergency use authorization the recommendation decision goes to acip at the CDC, ACIP can hold the line where the other did not. Once again, we have the opportunity to make public comment, but this time for the ACIP committee remembers members to read. Over 19,000 of you stood up to the FDA and said no. The response was incredible. Let's do it again. Wow, 19,000, we need, we need like a couple more zeros on that at least. Um, let's do it again even louder. Share this message with your friends and family. Post it on social media. Let the White House... No, we are not going quietly. We will not be intimidated by this decision of the seven FDA advisors, probably all non-human entities. We will hold the line here and stand proudly and loudly for health freedom. Add your public comment here, okay? And I give you the the link here. It's votervoice.net, but then there's all this other stuff behind it. So you can copy and paste this little verbiage anywhere you want. You can send it to your friends, whatever. It's in the PDF for this date of um, November 1st, 2021. There's a big link there that you'll see. And I'm probably going to end with this one and wrap it up here. Um, This is Dr. Ariana Love. She talks about hydras and parasites in the COVID vax, transfecting humans into a new species. Now, Everything that we have talked today, from from David Wilcox, where we, where we were talking about the reptilians and the greys, and how they want to change the DNA of humanity and put their draconian DNA in us, we we've, we've talked about that. We've talked about how they want to get that triple helix, uh, nephilim DNA in us, so that we're not fully human anymore. And here's a lady that is just confirming it again, over and over. Fauci funded it all. 
Well, I'm going to be honest here. I don't like the COVID-19 shots, and I hate anybody mandating that you take medicine that you might not want or need. But some of the stuff people are saying about these vaccines still seems pretty weird to me. We've had a few guests on lately who say the vaccine includes hydras, a small freshwater animal, and that these animals are there for nefarious biological purpose. And I'll admit, that sounds like a stretch to me. But Ariana Love is a holistic doctor from Finland, and she sent us an email saying that hydras and parasites absolutely are in the vaccine, and that they're being used to turn humans into, quote, a new hybrid species. Dr. Love joins us now. Uh, we really appreciate you being here. So hydras are a freshwater animal. The first question I would ask is, how are they able to survive in storage temperatures of 70 degrees below zero Fahrenheit? Well, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, I'm not really sure how they're able to survive in low-degree temperatures, but I do know that they are first genetically modified in a lab in a University of Kiev, and they're transfected. So these are not natural organisms anymore. Yeah. How did you find that these are being genetically modified from that specific lab? People are going to say, where's your proof? Do you have any receipts of that? Well, I read through about... 30 peer-reviewed scientific journals and also the gain of function and loss of function um, uh, research and, and reports that were funded by the NIH, Anthony Fauci, and partly by DARPA. Okay. And so these are open source documents that people can go and find. Can you send them to me so that I can post them at stupeters.tv for people to go look for themselves? We want people to know the truth about these things, no matter how nefarious, no matter how cynical, no matter how dangerous it is. That's kind of the whole purpose of this platform is to make sure that people have some sort of informed consent because they're not getting it at the pharmacy. They're not getting it at the school when the janitor injects their children, uh, offering suckers and popsicles as a reward for taking this inoculation. So we want to make sure. Can you provide that documentation to us? Absolutely. Yeah, um, it's open source. It's just hard for people to understand it because it's written in medical terms and in codes, and you have to translate a lot of it if you want to get a cohesive picture. Well, we're here to break down that code, and that's why we're happy to have you. How do you suppose that a freshwater organism is surviving in the human bloodstream? Because the human bloodstream obviously is not freshwater. I honestly don't know how they, how they accomplished this, but it's in all the studies. That, that the hydras are in there. In these studies, is it openly admitted that hydras are there? Yes, absolutely. And and exactly how the, the mechanisms, how they are in the operating system. Okay, so... How, how they work, yeah. And it, it's your claim that hydras are specifically there to create hybrid human beings. What do you mean by that? Yeah, they're used to transfect humans. So they're carriers, they're carrying, well, see, the, the Human Genome Project, it started in the year 2000, and Hydra vulgaris is used in the genome assembly, um, the human genome assembly, which is for transfecting humans. And what they've done is they've um, transfected the hydras and parasites uh, with this, um, for cross-species genomics, which is, it's, um, they do this in the University of Kiev, and it's called what they're transfecting it with is the lentivirus. They're also using lucifirus. And basically the lentivirus is the spike protein that everyone's talking about. It is a combination of the most deadly bioweapons, gain-of-function bioweapons ever created. And that's SARS, MERS, HIV-1 through 3, and SRV 
one, which induces AIDS. So are you saying that people who receive this inoculation are actually being given these viruses, SARS, MERS, HIV, AIDS? They're not only being given it, given it, they're being transfected with it. So basically the hydra and the parasite species with their new genetic coding is being fused into the tissues of humans and they're becoming one. They also figure, figured out a way to get the cell signaling to match and to harmonize so that um, it's called cantonine signaling. And so that they become, the humans become a new mo genetically modified organism. Insane. Now again, does, does this not confirm everything that we've just covered today? That's why I wanted to get this video. This would be the last thing I play. I mean, and many, many, many other teachings. This is changing us into something that's not fully human. I'm telling you, there, this is uh, this is as bad as it gets. Uh, so hydras are small, but they aren't a single-celled organism. They're several millimeters in length. So how exactly are these things rewriting people's DNA? Okay, the embryos are double-celled um, organisms, and that's the what they transfect. But then they grow into. Um, large you know to a larger size and they multiply in the body when they come in contact with graphene oxide they multiply rapidly so they're using this technology um, called CRISPR-Cas9 and BLAST and they use a process called electroportation using electrodes on programmable gold nanobots and this is how they're targeting the cell the cell organelles of the nuclei who's manufacturing these gold nanobots I don't know who's manufacturing that. I can look into it a bit more, but I know who funded it, and that's Anthony Fauci, the NIH, and partly DARPA. Yeah, of course. So Tony Fauci, you have receipts, is funding the production of these gold nanobots. Isn't the main purpose of an electrode just to conduct electricity? How is it rewriting DNA? Yeah, well, see, I'm not a scientist, so the actual process of transfection is still, you know, it's it's... It was very hard for me to grasp this, but I, I, I somehow managed to get this far. So I, I, there's one other thing that is really important that needs to be mentioned, and that's that um, in these studies, I found that they're targeting nerve cells and embryonic cells in humans. So this is why we're seeing the neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative and autoimmune um, reactions to the vax, which is, uh, which is prion. Um, but they're also targeting the embryonic cells in the testes and ovaries, which means that they are transfecting and cloning the offspring of the vaxxed as well. <laughs> and this means that they're basically mm. producing a new hybrid species using humans. So if Tom is vaccinated and he procreates with Jane and they have a child, that child is not human. No. Sweet Tooth, Netflix, after the big plague pandemic comes, although they don't get into the vaccine part, all of a sudden all these transhuman Nephilim hybrids start to be born in the hospitals. Children with antlers, children with wings. Oh, like the black-eyed children that are being born? 
like the ones that are covered with hair all over their bodies, like the ones that are born with multiple genetic defects, like multiple arms and multiple legs, like babies that can hold their head up at the first day of birth. And that should normally take a lot, I mean, a lot longer time. They can crawl. Everything's accelerated at a very, yeah, that's what's being born. Right. To the vaxxed. They're, they are gene silencing. Um, so they're silencing, turning off certain genetics that they don't want in the human and programming and coding new genetics that they do want there. Um, so they're also, they're also wiring a new brain and a new nervous system in humans and a third strand to the DNA. Yes. So they're taking the 2.0 organic humans and transfecting them into 3.0 hybrids. Okay, I'm just going to refresh your memory on, on an email I got from a longtime listener. Uh, this was on November 11th of 2020. Triple helix nephilim DNA possible in the COVID-19 vaccines. I've already covered this. I'm just going to refresh your memory. Now, uh, this is Deborah. She says, now that you've referenced the HEK293 fetal cell line, that's the that's the um, the aborted fetal cell line from the little girl, her kidneys, the ones they had to remove they did a cesarean on her, removed her kidneys while she was alive without anesthesia to get this HEK293 fetal cell line that is used in the Pfizer and um, I believe the um, the Pfizer and the Moderna, at least in the testing, probably in the vaccine itself. She says, now that you've referenced the HEK293 fetal cell line a few months ago, I heard some very interesting information regarding that from a Christian constitutional attorney in Washington who is currently leading a class action lawsuit against the state of Washington to stop the unlawful lockdowns and forced vaccinations. He said that on conducting research on this vaccine, I believe as part of the lawsuit, he discovered that this particular cell line contained a triple helix DNA. See, normal humans have a double helix DNA. Triple helix from... All the research I've seen is always associated with Nephilim. Okay. Always associated with some type of um, Nephilim bloodline. Okay. That the vaccine basically contained a triple helix DNA rather than the normal double-stranded DNA. And he therefore very sternly warned his listeners to never take this vaccine as the DNA will inject they will inject into us is obviously a non is non-human but hybrid if this is true it confirms what many of us including yourself suspected in that they're trying to infect us with their nephilim dna to make us unredeemable nephilim hybrids as well and all all i'm all i'm presenting to you guys is proof of that over and over and over again not because i'm so smart i believe god led me to this information and um this is what we're talking about. So, and this was a slide that went along with the xenogenesis, genetically modified humans, which we know is a gigantic part of the New World Order's plan. Okay, they've admitted that over and over. Satan's response to Genesis is xenogenesis. The word xenogenesis means a strange origin. What God created in Genesis, Satan intended to defile. After all, Satan detests all of God's creation, especially man and woman 
who are the image bearers of God. Like the days of Noah, we are witnessing a corruption of plants, animals, and the biosphere in the human genome. This being accomplished through chemtrails, frankenfoods, transgenics, sex changes, surgeries, transhumanism, etc. Now these devil vaccines. But the ultimate defilement involves the mark of the beast technology that will transform men into un unredeemable monsters. Well, I mean, that's theory, but, you know, probably we'll have a big time genetic component. Um, the, I, I'm reading from my, now it's up to 23 pages. It's entitled COVID shots, the spiritual implications, the spiritual implications of getting the kill shot, essentially. It's up to 23 pages. I'm adding to this thing sometimes daily. Because as things get further down the road, we're going to see the actual spiritual implications. I'm not going to be able to get to some of the stuff I was going to talk about. I've got a whole bunch of listener comments regarding this as well. I'm going to have to wait until next week to get into that. Um, I, this whole internet going down tonight really got me. It is going to be a nightmare to try to splice all these separate audios and link them together. So I, I'm, I'm only going to be able to do two parts. I'm going to finish playing uh, this particular lady that we're listening to, and then we're going to um, call it a night. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to be talking to Melissa McAtee. She's a Pfizer employee whistleblower from the manufacturing department. I want to ask her, but I'm going to ask you, how is it that they're able to get away with all of this? Are the people that are working at Pfizer in the manufacturing department, for example, or the people working at Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, millions of other people outside, world leaders and government officials that are complicit in this, this lockstep effort, do they all know this and they're all staying quiet? Or are they not aware of what it is that they're purposing and for what agenda they're serving? I mean, and I, I know that you don't know this definitively, but I'm just asking, yeah. what is your feeling on that? Why are people remaining silent on this? I mean, people putting these together, working for Pfizer and all these other companies that I just mentioned, do they know what they're manufacturing and they're doing it anyways? I think the ones at the top have to know, of course, they develop the technology. Um, but not everybody knows. Not everybody in government knows. Some are just, you know, and not everybody, not all the doctors know. I mean, they, it's it's hard. It's hard to fathom. It's hard to to comprehend it. it, it the, the the evil agenda that this is. I mean, this is not a vaccine. It's a weapons system, and we are under biological attack, and we have no option but to to resist. I think that the the people who have been vaxxed have an, a moral obligation not to produce any off, offspring. Yeah, exactly. Because their kids are not human. They do not carry the God given genetics that that humans have and that's and, why they're being born with black eyes and able to hold their head up and and crawl at very early ages and hair and only god knows what else they will be a new species and they can mix and match they can um with the luciferase they can 24 7 track trace these humans or these genetically modified humans and um they can upgrade and uh, upregulate it's called and downregulate genetics externally at, at will they can change people's genetic codes using the internet and this is um all it's it's through the eukaryotic uh, genome annotation pipeline it's a website it's an external database for monitoring and remotely controlling transgenic humans all of this is out in the open and online what made you as a holistic doctor begin looking into this were you treating patients that were having adverse reactions, side effects, or what I now refer to as intended consequences from being jabbed with this serum? 
people started coming to me and asking me for help. Um, I realized that my knowledge was needed, so I just stepped up and I started, you know, researching anything that could help to detoxify graphene oxide toxicity from the body and to help protect in your your the body from now the main thing to just specifically detox graphene oxide from the body is NAC and acetylcysteine or you could just use glutathione but glutathione is very poorly absorbed in that form NAC converts into glutathione and um uh Taylor was just raving about it again tonight she gets a energy if you take uh, I sell 900 milligram capsules from the pure encapsulations company and really they say you only need probably at max a couple a day I think if you had somebody that had actually taken the shot they, they'd want to do at least one with meals um, I don't think you're gonna hurt yourself we're talking basically an amino acid here uh, it's it's kind of a derivative of an amino acid. It's got cysteine in it, which is an amino acid. So it's an amino acid we don't get a lot. It has a lot to do with liver detoxification. But that's the one that specifically will go after the um, graphene oxide, which is evidently is what these hydras and these parasites, when they come in contact with the graphene oxide, that's what activates them. Now, I think also... Now, granted, I, I hope that none of my listeners have gotten the, the kill shot, but... It would be very, very good if you had somebody that actually took the kill shot for them to do a parasite detox, starting immediately. Not only doing NAC, or if, let's say, you live with somebody that could be shedding not only the spike proteins, but potentially the parasites. I don't know how they're going to really shed the graphene oxide, but it does appear that people you know, get really adversely affected from this stuff. But we're getting graphene oxide in other ways. We're getting it most likely through chemtrails, through some something in the food chain, maybe the water system. It's hard to say how we could be getting graphene, but NAC is the main thing that goes after that. You can do the glutathione, but you have to do, in order to do it right, you have to do liposomal glutathione, and you got to keep it refrigerated, and it tastes horrific. I've, trust me, I've got some in my refrigerator. I am just don't have the nerve to... Um, anyway... I've got three different uh, forms. Um, I've got the 240 count on the pure encapsulations. I've still got some of those. I hope, hopefully, I'll be able to keep getting. It. I've got the 120 count on the NAC, and then I've also got one from Biotics. Now, theirs is only 500 milligrams, but it works out to be about the same price per per um, capsule. Okay, and that's a that's a really good one as well. So. Um, again, you don't have to get it from me, but that is one of the ones they're trying to take off the market. That is one of the ones. And that's not the only thing I do, but man, it's, it's a super important one regarding all this and regarding graphene oxide in particular. From this, this biological attack. So people saw what I was doing and they started reaching out to me and it just, it snowballed from there. I've seen movies that depict stuff like this, never thought that I would be living in times where we'd be having legitimate conversations on a platform like this one, or that I would be hosting a platform as such, where we were talking seriously about transfection and repurposing humans, giving them a new genetic code through a shot that is being mandated for the world. It's unbelievable. I got about 30 seconds left here. I'm going to give you the final words. Okay, I just, I think that people need to understand we have to be responsible. No more shots, no more vaccines, 
no more jabs, no more um, of these PCR nasal probes because they're gathering DNA yes. to continue this vicious um, assault. Right. And, and implanting us with hydrogel and uh, probably parasites and nanoworms and um, only God knows what else. We've done tons of studies just on the on the nasal swabs. So when a doctor swabs you, anybody else, or a nurse, with the failed PCR test that's been recalled, the DNA that's on there is then sent elsewhere? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? For study? Yeah, absolutely. It's being collected by Harvest, uh, by Israel. And well, okay, I... there, there, there's... Israel, yeah, they're a player. Beijing's definitely. China, CCP, Chinese Party. They're, they're the ones I've heard that are mostly trying to do get the data. In fact, I've got a whole whole section on that that I wasn't able to get to today. They're openly admitting it. I mean, it's it's in it was on um, the Daily Mail where China is openly admitting that they're doing this, that they're gathering this genetic database via the COVID nasal swabs and all of the different strategic and even militaristic advantages they will have over us, their enemy, America. I just wasn't able to get to it today. Hopefully next time. As Karen Kingston revealed earlier, the um, the Israeli Zionist agents are behind the, the own the patents are are owning many of these patents. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is it's a new world order system, and they are working together to take over. They don't want humans anymore. This is an anti-human agenda. Mm -hmm. Because they're not human. See, if they were human. They wouldn't be trying to, to absolutely eradicate every other human on the planet, most likely. But because they're not human, and we've covered that today, at bare minimum, they've had their DNA defiled beyond belief. The, the bloodlines of the Illuminati openly admit their bloodlines are not fully human, that they're part fallen angel, part Nephilim. And therefore, that's why they try to keep their bloodlines pure, so that they don't have a regular human interbreeding with them to defile their sick, evil, disgusting bloodline. They've admitted that for eons. So this is what we're dealing with. Um, I think she's about done here. Don't be fearful. Seek Jesus, right? Uh, Dr. Ariana Love, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thanks for all that you do, Stu. Of course. Okay, so we have that. That's Dr. Ariana Love. Okay, that's the last thing I can play. I'm way over on time, so God bless you. And hopefully I'll be able to get this everything up on Monday. Thank you.